0: Welcome to Running Down the Clock, where we break down all of this week's big news, events, and controversies from the National Football League. Over the next 45 minutes, we will give you basic fan perspective and opinion on the most important stories and moments happening now. So, let's start the clock. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Running Down the Clock. I am Tyler Walzak here with the always pleasant Ricey. Puy, how are you?
1: Good, good. How are you doing today?
0: Not too bad. So we're not doing divisions. We've done all those. We've done all the conferences. We're kind of just going to be doing some fun questions here um, a week before kickoff. Thursday night, next week, Lions, Chiefs, very excited. We will have a special episode next week um, for everybody. I haven't even told Puya what it is yet, but uh, I do have plans for something special that is a little bit different, uh, a little bit more fun. Um, it's going to be a good time. But I, I guess it. what it is? Can I guess what it is? What is it? What Are you, you
1: inviting me to watch a Lions game no. with you?
0: No. 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 God, no. Are you kidding me? You want me to have somebody over at my house on what is arguably the one and only time the Lions will kick off the NFL? You want me to take time to host you? Or anybody. You don't
1: have. All you have to do is open the door when I arrive. That's really after that. Yeah, and
0: I got to talk and sit with you. You're gonna see me cry. You're gonna see me sweat. You're gonna see me. Yeah, me but scream, I see that stop when the
1: Lions lose all the time anyway.
0: Yeah, but this time I've got hope, so it's a little different. Okay. It's a little different. The lights will be off, all the windows will be closed, and I'll just be sitting there with my legs crossed, hoping.
1: For something you know what, though. I could just ask your girlfriend. I'm sure she'd invite me over.
0: She's not allowed to be here either. She's (laughs) got to go. She doesn't know it yet, but she's not allowed to be here either. Um, Okay. Let's get to some quick news here. Um, Kind of not shocking, but Kyler Murray will not be removed from the physically unable to perform list, which means that he will miss the first four weeks, the first four games for the Arizona Cardinals. Not shocking, but um, I mean, they also at the same time cut their backup quarterback, Colt McCoy. Well, so McCoy's they're going, they're going with Joshua Dobbs, who was signed to the team last week off of the Browns' uh, some or preseason roster. They've given up on the season already. Can we say that? Are they allowed to say that? They're not allowed to say it, but we can say it for them.
1: Well, I think there's still a lot of people fighting for jobs on that team, and like kind of a disorganized uh, in a way, you know, like that the teams. Teams on paper, it looks terrible. The organization obviously has some issues right now. And I, I think Kyler Murray, for his own sake, he's got to be looking for a fresh start somewhere else, right?
0: I mean, to salvage anything last, of the
1: an NFL career.
0: Last year at this time, he just re-signed for like five years, something like that.
1: Yeah. But so that's a lot of money. That's probably it's not looking there. good for him because he hasn't really played.
0: We got hurt last year towards ACL yeah. in December. So they weren't expecting him to be back in the beginning of the season, but they also haven't had a plan for that. No. Don't you think that if you're going into the offseason knowing that your highest-paid player, your star quarterback, um, would, if he's not there, you'd have a plan to start the first four games? Doesn't seem like they even have a plan. They did it seems draft, like a, tanky, they did draft
1: a, a QB, though, right? Sure. So that's, that's, the, that's the backup plan? Pop him in there and just shatter his confidence? Uh, that's a brutal plan. He's back.
0: That's a brutal plan. Um, I don't know what Arizona is doing, but it doesn't look good. Um, but let's stop talking about them because they're boring. Last place team this year, probably. Uh, so this somewhat Lions news, but it's Matthew Stafford. So we had this problem in Detroit. I was always very reluctant to talk about his wife because I think she's kind of like in the same vein of Mahomes' wife where – oblivious to kind of a football culture, even though they've been kind of engulfed by it, like with their husbands being star quarterbacks, but she came out yesterday um, or the day before, depending on when you're listening to this. And she said, Matthew Stafford has a hard time relating to the younger players. And she used the example that Matthew said, and I don't even think he said this. I think she's bullshitting and just making stuff up and kind of taking something that he said um, and putting in her own words has, has, in the past come out of like the showers after games or practice and guys would be sitting there playing cards, but now everyone's just on their phone and everyone is just, as soon as they get out of the shower, um, they go on TikTok and see what's new on their phone see what, what is happening with their friends. You are not that young or sorry, you are not that old Matthew Stafford that you could play kind of the, Oh, I remember back in my day, we have cards and board games instead of phones. Like what, what a stupid thing to say just in terms of like age but also why is she talking about the dressing room that does nothing to help this the Los Angeles Rams this year
1: that's exactly what I was going to say like the the comments don't help by any means all they can do is just kind of make him look silly make him look unrelatable and it turns kind of a non a non topic into yeah. possibly something but yeah i just I don't understand what the point of those comments are. Like, is is he actually struggling with this? I is this something he's actually struggling?
0: The only thing that I take out of this that's probably like I don't. Again, I've she has said some very stupid things in the past, and she's made dumb comments um, about fan bases and teams and the structure of teams before. When even when she was back in Detroit. Haven't um, we said the same things? Yeah, but we, we're just making stuff up. She's she's actually has a voice because if you say something like this, you've now alienated Matthew from the younger players altogether. And the only thing that tells me is that he is wanting to retire at the end of this year because it seems like he's not having fun.
1: No, I've, yeah, it goes back to what we were talking about the other week is, yeah, he just sounds like a grumpy old man that's yeah, ready to but, go.
0: He's only 33 years old. Yeah. like. What, like the players on their cell phones? Yeah, cell phones have been around for like ever now, man. What do you you mean people are on their cell phones now? It's what everybody does. Like, I get that you want to have camaraderie in the dressing room, but maybe instead of like complaining about it, go and talk to the guys about like go up to a guy on the cell phone and say something. But even then, this shouldn't have left the locker room. And who's she to bring it up? It doesn't make any sense. You're not helping anybody. It doesn't motivate the team. It doesn't help him with his relationships with those younger players. All it does is make everybody go like, why the fuck is this lady talking? Because why the fuck is this lady talking? Who even put a microphone in front of her face to ask these questions?
1: Who published the
0: article? I don't remember. Why did we
1: read it? Why are we talking about it?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Because we actually don't have a say. We're just voicing our opinion on it. But anyways.
1: I, it, it's just not why I me, mean. I think it just means that the players are going to look at him like, Hey buddy, you, you okay? You okay? Yeah. Is something you want to talk about?
0: Yeah. Like it's like that old man yells at cloud. Matthew Stafford just became that guy. Yeah. Um. Okay. And then we have to talk about this, but I feel like you're, you aren't wrong. Everybody in the world is talking about this over the last week. And that is Trey Lance traded to the Cowboys. We kind of picked up on this last week. Um, so he will go to back up Dak Prescott. Kind of a good move for the Cowboys, actually. You, don't, you only lose a fourth round pick. Put a little pressure on Dak this year um, because he kind of, his contract is pretty big. They could make some moves to get out of him if he doesn't really perform this year. And then they have Trey Lance in the back, who I know you don't believe in, but they're set up for someone to kind of come in.
1: I'm not saying I don't believe in him. I just, there's, no, there's no, nothing to study on this guy for me. Like what are we comparing him to? Like we, ha- I haven't seen him play. I haven't seen him play.
0: Uh, well, no. One how knows. many?
1: How many uh, plays has he? Uh, or how many uh, downs has he played since uh, college?
0: There was I. I sent you that stat. I know. I figured it was, but it's shockingly low.
1: It shockingly low. The guy only played in co- college and what was it? Four hundred snaps in
0: in like total. And high school, college, and the pros.
1: Yeah, I mean that's just it's not a lot of experience. No, I, I, the story of it is how much San Francisco gave up for what they got in return in Trey Lance. Yeah, and it's it's shocking how much they gave up.
0: They gave now, up three first-round picks and a bit more um, to Miami f- to have the right to draft Lance third overall.
1: Now. Any other situation, the GM, coach, somebody's losing a job over this. Yeah, It's a poor decision. The only thing that kind of salvages it is that that team is still competitive. The team is still good. They found their guy in Brock Purdy. If they were still scrambling after all this to find their quarterback.
0: Yeah, John Lynch, the GM, would definitely be a fired.
1: Yeah. But is it not a blemish on their record? When they try to go up for their next job, if they don't walk away with a Super Bowl, um, win, out of San Francisco,
0: a Super Bowl would heal all problems. Like it would, exactly. it would get rid of all things. So it'd be like yeah, so well, far
1: you... they have one appearance. Yeah, yeah, that's it.
0: Yeah, but I mean,
1: I don't think that's enough.
0: Like if you if you win it, like if John, and Lynch, that was
1: before Trey Lance.
0: Sure, but if uh, no, Trey Lance was on the Super Bowl team last year.
1: They didn't go to the Super Bowl
0: last year. Two years ago. Trey Lance was on the team when they went to the Super Bowl with Garoppolo. Was he?
1: I don't think he was.
0: I don't think he was either. Anyways, they got close. I don't know if he was or not, to be honest. Yeah. Um, But you're not wrong. But the thing is, if John Lynch goes to the Super Bowl with the San Francisco team, whatever interview he walks into, they'd be like, well, what about the Trey Lance trade? And you go, doesn't matter. We went to the Super Bowl. Went to the Super Bowl based off the team we built.
1: I get that, but they're they're fortunate that the NFC isn't the toughest it could be right now.
0: Yeah, well, they're still going to get judged on it this year because, again, I don't really have any faith in Brock Purdy. And we know that Sam Darnold has not had any success where he's been before. Let's just say for a quick second that Miami, what they did with those first three-round picks, those three first-round picks, was they drafted Jalen Waddell, who's now a star wide receiver. They used one of the picks in a trade for Tyreek Hill from Kansas City, star wide receiver. And they traded for Bradley Chubb to the Broncos, um, who is one of the better defensive players in the league. And then this, the Broncos went ahead and traded that first round pick to the Saints for coach Sean Payton. So those four people there are pretty big names for Trey Lance to not have worked out.
1: Oh, I get it. I just, what was so fascinating about Trey Lance in the first place that they had to have him?
0: Well, his, his, again, his skills, his raw skills were talked about for years. Like coming out of high school, highly recruited, went to North Dakota. But again, because that was, he didn't have much um, Experience. experience. And then... In North Dakota, he didn't really start, but he had the intangibles. That's the word I'm looking for um, to get it done. So, I. But you're not wrong. I mean, uh, right now you can't really. No one can really argue for Trey Lance. Everybody's kind of on the. Well, why the hell did anyone even pick him in the first place?
1: Well, I'm not saying like you take a chance on a first round pick on him. I'm saying why would you give up so much for him?
0: Well, it was that you didn't. Yeah, because there's
1: potential, right? Like you're saying, it was all. Oh, potential. This guy could have this great upside.
0: Agreed. Agreed. You traded for the pick, not, but you knew you are going to use the pick on Trey Lance. Now, here's the thing that we have to think about is that there's another team out there right now that could very well fall into this. What were they thinking making that trade? The Broncos for Russell Wilson. They gave up mm-hmm. so much. And if he doesn't pan out this year, that's going to be one of the, it's going to be just as bad as this Trey Lance trade. Agreed.
1: Agreed, but I think that one already is a bad trade. I'm already more convinced that one's done because that was an organization that was more desperate, I guess. Well, I shouldn't say more desperate. I think they've already faced, they're already facing the fact that it was a bad trade. I don't think Russell Wilson is going to be the Russell Wilson of old.
0: No, but he has to be better than he was last year.
1: Sure, but it is being slightly better than last year. Does that he make doesn't need to trade? be
0: slightly better than he has to be significantly better than he was last year.
1: Yeah, I don't see the Broncos competing for the division. I don't see them competing for the wild card. I don't see them in the playoffs.
0: Okay, well, so if, if
1: non-playoffs is is non-playoffs sufficient for Russell Wilson? He had a good season, but they didn't make the playoffs. I don't think so. I think it still goes down as a bad trade. Okay. They were expecting for the money they gave him, they're expecting big things from him.
0: Well. Okay. This leads into, this is a good segue into this show. We're going to do some questions. We're going to do some predictions. We're going to do some hot takes. We're just going to do some topics about what could happen this season. And the first question um, that we have written down here is the first QB, first starting quarterback to get benched um, after starting as the week one starter. Do you think that that could be Russell Wilson?
1: Frankly? No, I think they ride out the Russell Wilson thing. Um, there's two two schools of thought I have on this. Number one, it could just be the guy in Arizona just because... That was
0: the one thing I was thinking. It's like, let's take him out of there because that's that's kind of... They don't even know who's starting, so let's just not... Let's take Arizona out of the question.
1: But I was going to say likely Baker Mayfield. I think we'll get two or three games and then it's over.
0: I uh, Unfortunately, I kind of was thinking um, Baker as well, which is unfortunate. Also, maybe Desmond Ritter in that same uh, division. They don't know what he's got, what they have in him. Um, Is he going to be able to get it done? Atlanta runs the ball more than anybody. Um, But
1: The only saving grace I'll give to Desmond Ritter is, I think it's just become a pattern for Baker Mayfield now to be you know, given starts and not working out. So I think his leash is shorter and shorter and shorter every team he goes to, as we've seen with every team, he's gone from the Browns to the Panthers, to the Rams, to the Bucks, It has been shorter and shorter leash.
0: Yeah. Um, Whereas
1: Desmond Ritter is a younger guy with less, you know, he, he needs his development time too. Right. Right. I don't think he's gone through his development time. So I don't think he's gone after three, four games.
0: The other two, so I have two. One of them is, is I, I don't think it's controversial, but a lot of people might. Um, the first one I'll go with, though, is the Tennessee Titans. Um, I'm not sure if Tannehill's their guy anymore, and they drafted two guys in the last two years behind him, so his leash might be pretty short this year as well. And then the other guy who everybody's super high on right now, I Need to see more from, and that's Brock Purdy in San Francisco. I think he'll have a longer leash, but if he falls off significantly, if he actually shows up to be the guy that was picked last in the draft, um, they will go to darnell rather quickly based off of um based off of what they said about him in the office. Difference
1: for all these teams is San Francisco's got a way better team. He's can um Brock Purdy can rely on star players a little more easily than these other quarterbacks. He's got right. running he, and receiving.
0: Yeah, he can just kind of dump it off to somebody um and and do well. Whereas right.
1: Desmond Ritter, you know, Bijan uh, Robinson, we haven't seen him play yet. Yep. Um he doesn't really have you know star caliber receivers.
0: No, we I mean they drafted Drake London and they drafted Kyle Pitts a couple of years ago, who hasn't really performed up to his expectations or the statistics aren't there. No. Um so you're right. Like, and Desmond Ritter was a third round pick. Um you only threw two touchdowns last year when he started. Zero interceptions, but only two touchdowns. I think everybody in the NFC South, except for maybe Derek Carr, kind of is shaky at quarterback right now. Bryce Young is probably not gonna go anywhere because he's a first overall pick and they're gonna want to play him win or loss.
1: Um CJ Stroud, he's probably he's probably gonna get a bunch of games in, right? Yeah. They, he's uh, could be a, a franchise quarterback, get some development games into him, Agreed. give him the majority of the season to like, you know.
0: That that I think that I think that you kind of nailed it with Baker Mayfield. I think odds are that he has the shortest leash as a starting quarterback. Yeah.
1: Especially the fact that it was this close between him and Kyle Trask. Yeah.
0: Yeah. They were, they were both starting, listed as starting quarterbacks two, three weeks ago. Um, Okay. Let's go to the next question here. Um, Which player and which team has the most approved this year? Your opinion. Who do you think start with, let's start with team.
1: I think it's gotta be the 49ers in the NFC just for how their season ended they could have competed with the eagles in that uh championship game but they didn't yeah. have a quarterback they didn't yeah. have a quarterback so yeah. obviously it just it all fell apart they hadn't they really had nothing going for them
0: so they have the most to prove you think
1: on that side and there's another team which this will also segues into our next question i think the bills i think the bills are a team who's kind of they're on. They're my pick for the team that really has to do something or shake up this team because they're, they're, the AFC is tough. Like they have the toughest, like one of the toughest divisions currently as well. They're just, they're falling short of their goal. They're not appearing in Super Bowls. They're not really getting that far. And I don't think that their team is going to get better. Like I don't think next year they're just going to miraculously be better that like, Oh, everyone's got the experience. Now the experience is there. This is the window to start trying to get to the Super Bowl.
0: Yeah. I, I agree. The bills probably, probably also have a lot to prove this year. I would go in the AFC. I would say that the Ravens have a lot to prove this year because they've had the same personnel. They've had the same problems for the last two or three years. This year is kind of like one of those. Okay. That's, We're sick and tired of the same old story. Either show us that you have a team or, or, or else. Um, And then the national football league or national football conference, the NFC, I would say the lions have the most to prove with all the hype, mainly because of the hype coming out of uh, the end of last year. I think the lions have the most to prove in the NFC in terms of making the playoffs. Everyone's expecting them to, Um, they have the team to do it. Um, They've got the coach in the right spot. Like it's just, Everything screams that the Lions have a lot of pressure on them, um, and they have a lot to prove this year. Um, I wouldn't say it's that the Lions have a lot of pressure on them. I think it's that the
1: Lions have a good opportunity in front of them with Green Bay being in a transitional phase, the Bears kind of being in a transitional period, and Minnesota being a team which a lot of people think were lucky to perform as well as they did last year, that they're kind of frauds for what their record shows that this is actually a good opportunity that's not like oh the pressure's on the lines that they're the best team they are probably the best team on paper but i think it's just actually like this is the good window for them to actually compete and take that division
0: but that leads to pressure does it not everybody it does but Detroit i mean is it, expecting them to make the playoffs that never happens
1: no but it's also because the team is on the upswing it's not just because there's a lot of great things expected. Like, you know, you signed, you you put up all this money, signed all these players, you made all these trades, you mortgaged your entire future for all these guys. Now it's time to put up or shut up type situation. It's not that they've mortgaged their entire future for this season. It's just things have kind of come together for them after a few seasons of trying to put together a team to salvage what uh, Matt Patricia did.
0: Yeah. I will... So I don't
1: think it's like, you know, like everybody's job is on the line. Like, hey, if you don't do it this year, you're everybody's fired, right? Sure,
0: but they still have the most to prove that they weren't just a sure, team out I, of yeah, I don't last year that, that just came out of nowhere.
1: my point was just it's a good they it's a good situation for they have the most to approve. Not that it's kind of a dire situation, they have the most to prove.
0: Right. Right. Yeah. I see what you're saying. It's a good um,
1: opportunity for them.
0: I would say that if we had to choose a player with the most approve, I would put that on Brock Purdy. You came out of nowhere last year. You're you're the the last pick in the draft, um and now the team has said you are our guy. Maybe Lamar Jackson as well has to do that. Um but I mean like two other guys that that have the most approve, Geno Smith, maybe you can put him up there.
1: I think Deshaun Watson. That's my vote.
0: oh that's a good. That's, that's a good one too because this is his first full season back. Um, they base the only guy to get a fully guaranteed contract. Um, yeah. yeah, for the money right. they're he paying him for the little,
1: his little shakeup of the, the QB signings situation. He's got a lot, to, you know, and he he doesn't have a great situation.
0: Yeah. What about Aaron Rodgers?
1: No, because Aaron Rodgers is at the twilight of his career. Right I know he personally wants to do well like he doesn't like looking bad out there, but the reality is he is what 38
0: uh something like that yeah yeah he's old real you know, grand. He
1: is he is with a bunch of newer... uh you know he's not in a system that he's been there his entire career that he grew up with I'm sure they're giving him a lot of leeway like people seem to like having him there. But the reality is if it doesn't end up in a Super Bowl, is everybody gonna be shocked?
0: Um, I think they'll be disappointed.
1: They'll be disappointed, but I mean the rest of the world outside looking in. Nobody's gonna be like shocked, like, oh my god, this was the team, right? Like yeah, I don't have they're the, not the betting odds favorite to, to win the super bowl.
0: I don't even have them winning their division.
1: There you go. So
0: um okay, well, what about your guy, Derek Carr? Does he have a lot to prove this year?
1: I think he does. A- anytime you kind of get let go by your team, you, you got a lot to kind of show that, hey, I still have something in it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's a very competitive league. I think pretty much every quarterback outside of five of them have everything to prove this year.
0: Yeah, I'm, you know, I'm sure. I, the yeah. Eagles are
1: on a revenge tour. But
0: that's not a fun answer at all. No, That's just saying everybody, there's a, it's a big-time league. Everybody's Everybody has to prove it.
1: Well, I think there's, just, I, there's a lot of quarterbacks that their jobs aren't safe. Okay, well, if... if But my guys, Deshaun Watson, I think he's got the most to prove because no more excuses now. Like, hey, this is, buddy, you're getting paid a lot. And yeah. we haven't seen you play in three years now.
0: So you, you were talking earlier about the Bills and that they have a kind of a prove it year. If they don't prove it this year, is this one of those teams that you think has to blow it up?
1: I think so. That's yeah. my pick. For teams that got to blow it up, if it doesn't work this year... I'm going with the Bills. I don't think Stefan Diggs will be happy.
0: No, if they don't do well, if they don't go to the Super Bowl, Stefan Diggs is gone. Yeah. Easily. So. And so I think that uh I think you're right with that. There's another team that I had here. we see. Here's the NFC. The Vikings. I think they need to blow it up now. I don't even think they need to wait to this year. Um, but I think the Vikings should be blowing it up. The Cardinals are already seemingly blowing it up. The Rams should blow it up because uh apparently the old guys and the young guys just aren't getting along. Um that's kind of like and everyone else is kind of going forward or just lingering to to see what they have. But those I think you're right. The Bills have are very much on a prove it year or maybe blow it up next year. Vikings- the only
1: reason why I say the Bills is because the Bills have been kind of favorites in the last couple of years to go all the way. Yeah. They are a competitive team, they are a good team. But it seems like they're just going to be this close without being able to get over that hump.
0: I agree. And I don't know what they did in the offseason to really help them that much in terms of like elite players to help digs out. Um, What do we got next here? Okay, uh, which name player? Okay, who do you think a big name? If you had to guess one, this is just gonna be a hot take because there's no way to guess this. And it's a sucks to even talk about, but which player is going to miss a significant portion of the season to injury, which like star player.
1: So I have an answer for this and it very well could just be wrong. Cause it might not be this year. It might be some year, but Patrick McCombs has not had to overcome injury yet. Every star player at some point, they got to kind of overcome a bit of an injury.
0: So I was going to say Travis Kelsey. Okay. So we're both thinking chiefs because you're right. Those two guys seem to not really have had any, um, any like flaw in terms of unluckiness. Yeah.
1: And, you know, even Tom Brady, he had injury seasons.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: It's inevitable with longevity, right?
0: There's also going to be a, like, there's going to be some, there is going to be a star player. It's usually a running back um, that goes down. And, I mean, you don't want to pick on CMC, like Christian McCaffrey, but always seems like it's him. Yeah, so I would, but I I think we're both. So you got Mahomes, I got Kelsey. I think that's, I think those are two pretty good answers because one of them goes down, the team's fucked, right? Like they just their whole offense relies around those two guys.
1: Oh yeah, I well you can't replace Mahomes.
0: No, you can't, can't really replace, replace Kelsey. Kelsey either. Yeah, can't replace either of them. They're the two but, best at their position in the game right now.
1: They're the two best at their positions, but Kelsey doesn't touch every single ball.
0: Well, uh, arguably. No,
1: seventy-five percent
0: of them. <laughs> the entire entire offense is built around where he is on the field. Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay. So let's kind of go off topic a little bit here and talk about. Um, we this, have a topic. We've got I a whole this bunch of topics. I thought this a whole bunch of topics. A whole bunch of topics. We're going to leave the Pro Bowl question until later. Let's do while we're talking about bad things. What do you think the most controversial thing that happens that will happen this season is it? Like an off-field arrest. Um, is it something on the field? What do you think if you just had to guess coach getting fired? Who do you think, what do you think will be the most controversial thing that happens this season?
1: Well, there's always the controversy of a bad call that cost one team playoffs. There's it always that. every
0: week almost.
1: Yeah. But yeah, I mean it's, it's gonna cost somebody an important game. There's always that. Unfortunately, you know. There is always arrests.
0: There's always arrests. Was there there's a big always arrest
1: always. last year? Was Henry Ruggs last year or the year before?
0: Henry Ruggs was the beginning of last year. Um, Alvin Kamara's thing came out uh, last year as well, right? During the season? Yeah. Um. So,
1: I mean, there's always some sort of arrest or charge. Yeah. How controversial it's going to be, I don't know. Like... The Henry Ruggs one was pretty bad, but I don't think there's controversy. It was just a stupid, poor de- decision.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah. I think like the referees are always something you could talk about. Um, yeah. Games like last year, the Damar Hamlin um, situation, which thankfully he's okay. And, uh, like, handle- how they handled How it? they handled it was very controversial, um, even to the point where they had to flip a coin to see who, was gonna, who may or may not get a home field advantage. So uh,
1: the, the if play. we actually go back to that one, The controversy, I thought that was the worst out of that, was that they already started selling Chiefs tickets when it wasn't guaranteed that the Chiefs were going to be going through to that round of the playoffs with the uh, DeMar Hamlin game. Because they had to make up... uh, What was it? They had to um, have a neutral site game Mm -hmm. in the playoffs if there was a certain outcome because they couldn't... um, they couldn't rank the teams properly because right. there is an uneven. You know, match.
0: Cincinnati or Buffalo would be two Exactly. Or three. Yeah. Yeah. Now but but so you think but every stadium does that, whether it's a concert or a game. They always try to sell the tickets before everything's even confirmed.
1: But what if the Chiefs weren't even in that game? What if they lost?
0: Well, it would have been the game I think would have been between the Bengals and somebody else. That's why they wanted to do it at Arrowhead. no?
1: But it was in Atlanta. The game was going to be in Atlanta.
0: So then it would have been between the Chiefs and either the Bills or the Bengals. But I mean, like that's a, like I said, it's just they have to get this. Other people would have bought the tickets for the both Bills and Chiefs Arena or stadiums. So might as well sell the tickets, see what happens, and just give people money back. It doesn't change anything. It just gets them ahead of having to like do all the processing and stuff like that. That's the that's not the most controversial thing that happened last year, not at all. We've seen some coaches get fired, which is controversial. I think the only guy that could get fired early, that would be a controversy, would be Bill Belichick.
1: Okay, so i got a couple takes on the uh, the coaches getting fired. My guy to get fired uh, this season, if things aren't going well, is um, McCarthy out of Dallas.
0: Okay, that's fair.
1: I could see Bill Belichick. I don't see him getting fired. I could see a mutual agreement for for a change. Just you know, they're they're both decide to end the
0: relationship there. That would be at the end of the season. Yeah,
1: yeah. I don't see him leaving partway through.
0: Well, he'd have to be fired to leave. I don't see him agreeing to leave halfway
1: through. No. Well, that's what I just said. Well, said those exact words. Uh, <laughs> sort of. Sort but of. But I really. I could see him decided sort of to either. mutually part ways with the organization in looking for a change and this is again based off nothing but I have a feeling that based on what um what is it Kelly Stafford said Bill Belichick might have a harder time each year Ch- connecting <laughs> with the gen gen
0: Z's right see here's the thing I will take that that is a that is exactly why I'm angry about what kelly said because matthew stafford is 33 bill belichick is like 75 so i can understand why he would walk out and be like jesus there's a lot of cell phones in the locker rooms these days because guys actually used to play cards when he was back in the dressing room like 50 years ago matthew stafford there was cell phones around ever since he's played in the nfl yeah so that's why it's such a bullshit like dumb comment for her to make
1: No, I can't. He just doesn't like to be on the phone. He just doesn't have a TikTok account. That's all
0: it is. I don't even believe he said this. I think he just said, (laughs) Yeah, some of the young guys, you know, they got to, I need them to get a little more serious and look at the playbooks. And she just ran with it because that's what she does.
1: Sure. I mean, I can
0: see him having a harder time, especially with coaches and players now. Like, you can't, a lot of players won't react to just screaming and yelling and that, like, kind of like strict way of life especially with like the Gen Zs. So I see Belichick kind of having a little bit of a problem hanging on to that. Um, But he also has the, the resume to be able to do it.
1: So that's the other thing I was going to ask about his resume at what point, and I'm sure it's not this year, maybe it's never does a bad season start to blemish Bill Belichick's record because he's never been to a Super Bowl? Um, as a head coach outside of Tom Brady, has he? No. And, again, this is a cross-sport thing, but I've always made this argument. It's
0: only been two years, though.
1: Phil Jackson. I was never convinced Phil Jackson was as great of a coach as people said he was in the NBA. He had two teams, which were among the two greatest teams ever in basketball history, and then the third team was abysmal. People forget about the Knicks, how he couldn't do anything with the Knicks. He the,
0: had, he had Jordan and Pippen Shaq and Kobe. Players, though. Sorry? You're not wrong, but I mean, like, he helped make the Lakers. He helped make the I goals. don't
1: think he's a bad coach in the terms of he's able to connect with his players.
0: But I think what happened in New York with Jackson, again, this is a basketball topic, but... What happened in New York with Phil Jackson is that in L.A. and in Chicago, he was able to mold that team, uh, like, in terms of, like, bringing players in, bringing the right guys, um, building chemistry and positions the way he wanted to play it. In New York, I don't know if James Dolan, the owner, gave him as much freedom with the roster as he would have liked.
1: Okay. Now, relating that back to Belichick, at what point does Belichick not succeeding without Tom Brady— Assuming he doesn't, did people start saying that, you know what, it was so much more Tom Brady than it was Bill Belichick? Because he's currently considered the best coach in the NFL, no?
0: here's Yes, here's what I'll say about that. I think that that one playoff run with Mac Jones as a rookie the year after Brady left earned him enough respect to not have that conversation for 10 years until and people start to forget and they go, well, the only reason he won is Tom Brady. I think for the next 10 years, did they win a playoff
1: win. game with Mac Jones. So I believe so. I thought they got to the playoffs
0: and lost in the first round. No? We'll, we'll look that up as uh, you look it up as I talk. Uh, <laughs> um, I think that if he makes the playoffs again this year, just, he just has not make the playoffs. Doesn't need to win then I don't think that that kind of like narrative will ever linger with him. He'll always be considered the greatest coach if he can just make the playoffs because you have a guy that's best all time. And then he left and he did win a Super Bowl with somebody else. But at the same time, like you, you also made the playoffs. And then if you make him again with Mac Jones, I think you buy yourself out of that conversation. Your legacy should be fine. I think his legacy is going to be fine either way um, because he did groom Tom Brady into what he was. Remember, he didn't get Tom Brady at peak prime. He, him and Tom came up together.
1: Yeah. Now, Mac Jones has one playoff appearance, zero playoff wins.
0: Okay. So he still made the playoffs though with a rookie quarterback after his all-time best player in the NFL left it right so i i think he earned some respect for that i don't think there's going to be a blemish on his legacy now if he has five straight losing seasons then i think that conversation can happen but i bet you if he has a bad a really bad year this year then he probably is done coaching altogether
1: do you think he just wants to step down
0: i think he would wouldn't you like why would you stay if you if you finish 4 and 12 or 4 and 13 whatever it is now um, why come back the next year and risk your legacy at that point?
1: I don't know if he's playing for legacy. I think this guy, he's been around coaching his entire life, hasn't he?
0: So, yeah. Well, I think yeah. this
1: is just, this is his life. This is all he knows. This is all he loves. Like, I I don't know if he's really in it for legacy. Like, his, his legacy is cemented. Either way, he's going to the Hall of Fame. You know
0: he could yeah, play could, for another 20 years. He's and arguably he still
1: argu- goes to the Hall of Fame.
0: Yeah, arguably the greatest coach to ever ever in the NFL.
1: Sure. Um, so I don't think it's that. I mean, this is just the you know the the guys on the couch screaming that oh no, he's not what he uh, he's not what he was. Brady made him right. Like I don't think it's not the NFL's official um, perception of him that goes down the drain. Yeah. This is ours.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if he cares about that. You <laughs> I mean he's not listening and being like, God damn, I gotta prove I gotta prove something at the time. No. <laughs> I think his legacy is cemented in in like Canton and and just I don't think anyone's gonna say a bad thing about him, especially if he makes just one more playoffs. I don't think he needs to win. If he can just make one more playoffs with Matt Jones, I think he's fine.
1: But that's the thing though, a lot of people have said bad things about him, like how like ruthless and cruel he is and
0: you know, sure, like, but that's been a lot like, of bad
1: things said about him already. So sorry, it doesn't really maybe affect bad,
0: anything. Bad things is not what I meant, but like things that, that are going to ruin his legacy. No one's going to say anything like that. No. Um, okay, let's do this um, comparison head-to-heads here. Get into some of these guys that might have had a new team or are supposed to hit their peak year um, and have better seasons. So who do you think is going to have a better season? Aaron Rodgers, Justin Fields.
1: Like, you mean overall better or better for them?
0: Better for...
1: For where they were.
0: Better for their team, better for where they were. Um, Both. Kind of like an agglomeration. I think the
1: Jets have a better record overall. But I think Justin Fields... Excuse me. I think he improves more. Aaron Rodgers, for him to, like have a better season relative to Aaron Rodgers. He needs to kind of make make it deep in the playoffs and win an MVP.
0: For Aaron Rodgers to have like yeah, for him to have a better season it would be stupid. I think
1: his team does better than um than the Bears. But Sure, like I think but Justin do you think Fields
0: who do you think throws more touchdowns? Throws more
1: touchdowns You know what? I'll take fields on this. I think fields is on the way up. I think he's going to have a better season. I don't think his team is there. I don't think the coaching, the whole team together is going to have a great season. I don't think they're going to the playoffs. Right. I think the jets will be either in the playoffs or not far from it.
0: I don't think the jets make the playoffs, but I think that Aaron Rodgers. I think Justin Fields has a more improved season. Obviously it's hard to do that if you're Aaron Rodgers. um, But I think Justin Fields takes a big step forward. Aaron Rodgers kind of takes a step back, even though his statistics throwing might be better. I think Justin Fields' on-field presence, um, the offense, the the problem in Chicago is the defense is terrible um, and the offensive line is bad. But I think Aaron Rodgers will still throw more touchdowns, um, less interceptions, but it's the harder division, harder conference. You got better
1: receivers too, right? Yeah, and he's got better receivers. DJ Moore.
0: I I don't know. I like DJ Moore. People
1: people are big on DJ Moore. Was he ever that much of a game changer?
0: No. No, he's always been disappointing every year. And and, um, with the Panthers, he's been pretty disappointing. Yeah. But I think, I don't know. I think that I still still remember that
1: Steve Smith, um, Steve Smith Sr., talking shit about him, about playing him on his fantasy team. And he's standing right beside him. Yeah. I, I just a, that's the always mental image I have of that's a good D.J. Moore.
0: Um okay, Brock Purdy, Geno Smith. Same division. Brock Purdy. You think Brock Purdy has a better year than Geno Smith?
1: I think so. This one's this tough is, he for was me. better.
0: This one's tough for me. But
1: like it is tough. Individually I don't think Geno well, Smith has a bad year, but I think San Francisco makes the playoffs. Seattle makes it to the playoffs behind them, or not at all. They made the playoffs last year.
0: Individually, who do you think? Because, again, like you said, Geno Smith has to be a better quarterback because Purdy has better weapons.
1: But that's just it, I think.
0: Statistically, who do you think has a better season? Individually. Individually, uh, statistically. Geno Smith, sure.
1: Yeah, Geno Smith. I don't think Brock Purdy needs to take as many risks. I don't think he needs to do as much.
0: I agree. And this one's tough for me because I don't think either of them have a good season, but I think Geno Smith has better individual stats, but Brock Purdy has more wins, obviously.
1: Here's what I'll say about Brock Purdy is I don't think he's going to be talent-wise terrible at, within his role at the 49ers. The question mark that we could throw it in, which is unknown is what's going to be his injuries Right. Like, is this yeah. guy going to be an injury prone guy when somebody's injured so young? Is that something that just lingers on and carries on for the rest of his career? Right. And I, I don't have any of that information. Right. But he's he's showing up with uh, after surgery. Right. Yep. He had surgery in the offseason.
0: Pretty did, Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, OK, here's actually this one I find very interesting because two different types of careers where they're at right now. Dalvin cook or his brother, James cook Dalvin kind of been used a lot over the last four or five years on a new team in the jets. Whereas James cook is up and coming expected to be used a lot this year with the bills.
1: Yeah. I just running backs typically they're not as impactful when they go to another team, are they? No, they're not. They usually it's a, they kind of veterans. build their name. for They build their name for one team. They move somewhere else, they could still be good. But I'm trying to think of a running back who is impactful for two teams. So far, I can think of Christian McCaffrey. Had a, you know, he played well for the um, 49ers. Marshawn Lynch, he played great for yeah. Seattle. His best days were Seattle. Yep,
0: yeah, but he was still young when he left there. he's yeah. a little bit on the older side. Yeah, so um,
1: I like to take the young guy, you know? James Cook. The, yeah. But I think James he's I don't Cook think he's well. a, he was never supposed to be as talented, was
0: he? No, he wasn't supposed to be as talented and the reason Dalvin Cook eliminated Buffalo to go to play for it was because he didn't want to take um snaps away from his brother. Yeah. They have I think that James Cook they have faith in him. He will be the running back one um they brought in some other guys to come in, but I don't think they'll compete for like Damon Harris, Damon Harris, Damian Harris, and someone else. Um, won't compete for touches as much as Dalvin Cook has to deal with Brees Hall, who is the second-year running back coming off an ACL. But Dalvin Cook might do well for the first four weeks, and then I think Brees Hall comes in and starts getting more of the touches. So I think James Cook in the scenario has the opportunity to have himself a better season for sure. Yeah, let's talk NFC quarterbacks. Um, specifically in the South. So better season, Baker Mayfield, Desmond Ritter, or Bryce Young. We're going to exclude Derek Carr because we know that he is the probably the better quarterback right now out of all four. Oh, sorry, of-
1: could you, I, I missed that. Could you say that again?
0: I can't. And I won't. <laughs>
1: <laughs> You're praising Derek Carr. I thought you hated Derek Carr. I thought well, you thought he, he was like the the top of the garbage heap of quarterbacks.
0: no. No, don't, dude. I never said that. You hated the guy. I didn't like him as much as you loved him.
1: I liked the Raiders. That was my team.
0: Well, you still like Derek Carr.
1: Yeah, well, so I guess I'm a Saints guy now.
0: So let's assume Derek Carr has the best season in NFC South. He's set up for it, for sure. Bryce Young, rookie, Desmond Ritter, second year. Who knows what Atlanta's going to do? They like to run the ball. And then Baker Mayfield literally clinging on to his NFL life in the first four games of this season.
1: Who you got? So I don't know much about Desmond Ritter. I want to take him. Okay. He's the kind of unproven price young. What do they say? He's too small.
0: He's very short, but we don't he's believe in that.
1: Short. We don't believe in that. He's five, seven and monster. First right? like overall,
0: first overall pick. He's like five, First overall pick. Out of Alabama.
1: Desmond Ritter, fall. he played last year, right?
0: Desmond Ritter played what a the third started, of the season. Started the last two games or something like that. The last four games.
1: That's it. Okay, it's not a huge, huge amount, but if Bijan Robinson is as good as he's supposed to be, mm-hmm. I think that will give Desmond Ritter a lot of breathing room to just know that I have a reliable running back here. That can take all the touches to just buy me time to kind of
0: develop. See, I say the same thing. If so, everyone forgets that Tampa Bay has two um, all-star receivers. wide receivers and Godwin yeah. and Evans. So if big, if someone can just run the ball in Tampa and take a little pressure off Baker Mayfield, he shouldn't have to do too much.
1: But hasn't Baker Mayfield always had receivers?
0: I don't know who did he have in. Cleveland OBJ and had him. OBJ
1: and, um, and
0: Amari Cooper at one point,
1: Amari Cooper, uh, Jarvis Landry when Jarvis Landry was pretty good.
0: Yeah. But those guys aren't Evans and, uh, other than OBJ and I guess Amari Cooper, Amari Cooper came late though, during the Baker Mayfielder, uh, era. Um, I don't know, like Evans and Goblin are just, they're different. Evans, his entire career has had a thousand yards every year.
1: Evans is reliable as they come.
0: Yeah, I think I think it's Desmond Ritter as well, because the Falcons like to run the ball more, and he won't have to do too much. And he can just, if he wants, he can just throw it to Pitts or Drake London, two huge dudes. Um, I think Bryce Young just has his rookie season where, much like anybody, it's a else, learning curve. Like, yeah. yeah, exactly, where he just gets beat up, throws a lot of picks, um, and everybody in Carolina expects that. So. I would say Desmond Ritter as well, but I wouldn't put Baker Mayfield out of question for having a decent year. Um, I just
1: lost a lot of faith in him. Have you ever picked him up in fantasy or been stuck with him? No. Just relied on him for a week? No, I'm a much. Or better just watched him. He just—I uh, don't—I don't see him ever making the big plays. The Why best runs- game of his career was that. Um, I guess he did get Cleveland to the playoffs, didn't he?
0: Yeah. And, and they beat Pittsburgh in the playoffs. Yeah. He went like 11 and 5 or something like that.
1: I guess that would be his biggest game. I was going to say that game against the Rams, which was just a
0: game for the Rams or against the Rams? His first game with the Rams when he came back and won the Only game. Only
1: game for the Rams.
0: No. No, uh, he played. He, he played a couple. He, yeah. But no, that yeah, first game. I was game a rooting that, for that- him when we needed the Rams to beat Seattle so the Lions made make the playoffs last year, but it didn't happen. No. Um, okay, two old heads here, Russell Wilson or Kirk Cousins, who has a better season.
1: Statistically, Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins puts up the numbers every season, statistically. He doesn't play great in the big game that you need to win, but statistically, he puts up numbers every year.
0: <sighs> I'm gonna- that
1: part is true. That part is just factual.
0: I just I won't pick him. I think Russell Wilson has a better year. He's got Sean Payton with him. I think Kirk Cousins has a less he has, he's on a he's on his decline, even more so than he's not a good quarterback. I'm just gonna say that Russell Wilson will be better this year. The Broncos will be better this year. Um, Sean Payton's gonna help him out a lot. I don't think Kirk Cousins is gonna get him. Can you help say
1: Broncos Country let's ride after you make this take? No,
0: no, <laughs> I can't. Um, okay, so After that's being said, which player do you think takes which star player takes the biggest step back this season?
1: Oh it's
0: a good one. I'm I'll go while you're thinking about it. I'm gonna go Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup? I'm gonna go Cooper Cup. And I think he's coming off an injury. He's got a quarterback whose wife's doing all the talking for him. And it seems like nobody really wants to be in Los Angeles on that Rams team right now. So I think Cooper Cup takes the biggest step back. Um, defenses can hero in on him. Uh, he won't have a bat; like he's not going to have a terrible year, but he's going to take the biggest step back from his statistics every time he starts a game.
1: Yeah, the one that I was kind of leaning to, and I, I, I really hope he doesn't. But Derrick Henry, only for the fact that the guy's been a workhorse. Yeah, on a team that's really relied on him a lot, and how long can he keep that up?
0: You're not wrong. Like this, this should be even statistically wise. Like talking about his age, that uh, that shouldn't like it shouldn't be that surprising. Uh, Biggest he was a
1: phenomenal. Like oh yeah, he was. Are you kidding? Running over guys, just getting two thousand
0: yards. Did he not? Did he not have two thousand yards in a season? That's rare for a running back. Okay, so the opposite. Who? Which player takes the biggest leap forward into? Let's say stardom or at least the conversation.
1: Well, the easy choice would be a young running back like a Bijan Robinson. If he does have a great year,
0: mm-hmm.
1: guy who's going to get a ton of touches, probably a lot of red zone work. I don't, I don't know. Is he a red zone guy?
0: I'd he's in all, so. he's in every down yeah, back. Yeah,
1: exactly. Um, so, if he has a bit of success, I could see, you know, he'll just have a phenomenal season as, you know, some of these running backs who get every opportunity on all the downs do. Yep. Uh, and again, you know, you see in fantasy drafts, he's going pretty early. So oh, yeah. There's a lot of expectations for him. So, I think he's probably an easy choice. I'm trying to think if there's any other young running backs that are kind of in I the same category.
0: I don't have running backs, but I do have two guys where their success is going to rely on each other a lot. And that is Kenny Pickett quarterback for the Steelers and George Pickens, his wide receiver. I think both of those guys have potential to turn into stars this year. Um, George Pickens, especially, he's going to make a lot of highlight catches. People are really, he's going to have a breakout year. My fear is that the guy that's going to have a breakout year and become a star is Jordan love for the Packers. That's my fear as a Lions fan. Right. Which I really hope that does not happen.
1: Yeah, uh, he's, he sh- he's got all the, you know, he's got the story for Packers success.
0: I know. That's the, that's the fear. That's the fear.
1: But do the Packers themselves believe in him?
0: Yeah, very much so. Yeah. Yep. His team believes in him. The the management believes in him for sure. Wow. That's not good for you. No, it's not. I know. Uh, okay, let's get some. Let's try to guess some of these awards. Offensive Rookie of the Year. Um, we talked about him already. I think Bijan Robinson. I think we probably both have him.
1: Yeah. Uh, there's a receiver too, no? That could. Uh, I'm trying to think.
0: There's Quinton Johnson, who I also have written down for the Chargers. Um, because we know Ken Allen and Mike White get hurt a lot. I think Quinton Johnson. Coming off of uh, a huge college year, could be offensive rookie of the year this year. Right. Um, Defensive player of the year, not rookie, just defensive player of the year. I got two names TJ Watt. Yeah. Sauce Gardner.
1: Oh, Sauce Gardner. Okay.
0: Yeah. A lot of times the defensive backs don't win it, but Sauce Gardner's got that swagger. He's got that, uh, um, he's got the skill set.
1: What about Bosa? Has Bosa been in this conversation?
0: Oh yeah, yeah. No, that's a good pick as well, especially with the the team that he's on. Like they're they're great defensively. Yeah, who won on last either game? one? Uh, I think Bosa won it last year. It was know? Nick Bosa. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, his brother Joey Bosa could also be talked about. His brother
1: got injured for a significant portion, I think, last year, right?
0: Yeah, that's yeah. Right. And then Aaron Donald, you don't know what's going on in the Rams, so he's always in the conversation. But like, who knows what's happening over there? Offensive player of the year. I'm high well, on this guy. I think he's going to be the first person to eclipse 2,000 yards as a wide receiver.
1: Justin Jefferson.
0: No. Tyreek Hill. Oh. I think Tyreek Hill has a massive year this year. Tua stays healthy. Tyreek Hill. Do you think,
1: honestly, do you think Tua stays healthy?
0: Yes. Well, he's been working with stunt guys to learn how to fall.
1: Still, though, it's... Ah, I hope he does. That Me team was so exciting to watch.
0: Yeah. Uh, team's completely different with him in the lineup. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, Comeback player of the year. I mean, this guy doesn't even need to play well, and he'll get it, right? He just needs to be on the field once or twice. DeMar Hamlin is... The story tells itself. We yeah. don't need to talk about it, but if he plays at all significant amount of time, it's his, like... Betting favorite. Don't even. There's probably no one else even in the odds. MVP. I got two guys. It's usually a quarterback. Um,
1: Did you just think Deshaun Watson wins it over him?
0: That would be. See, that's what I mean. It's like that would be such a PR nightmare. Yeah. It'd be ridiculous. Um, Do you have a favorite for MVP?
1: Yeah, I'm still going with Jalen Hurts. Yeah. Yeah. Just because he was. I feel like as long as he plays to the same level as he did, he's kind of owed it because it, it, it. I would have. I think it would have been just as fair to give it to him last year as it was to Mahomes.
0: Okay. Yeah, so I agree that with that. Start. Yeah, I agree with that. But that teams, you know, the Super Bowl hangover. They always talk about it. Yeah. I got two quarterbacks here. Um, one of them's won it before. That's Lamar Jackson. I right. think he could win MVP this year if that team does what it's supposed to do with the new offensive coordinator, throw the ball more. Um, then he can stay healthier longer. Um, and finally, some wide receivers can perform there.
1: Now, that's assuming that uh, I, I think you're kind of high on Baltimore beating out the uh, Bengals for the division, right?
0: I am high on Baltimore making the playoffs and having a good year.
1: I mean, if they're, if they're playing that well, their quarterback is getting the MVP. You got to assume they won the division too.
0: We'll get to those division predictions, but the other guy and the person I think actually who is going to win it, the MVP that is Trevor Lawrence, Trevor Lawrence, Trevor Lawrence. It's just everything. The story is just set up for him to win it. The team is there. Calvin Ridley's there. So it's be his number one wide receiver. Um, We know how good uh, Calvin Ridley is. He just has to get back to that. It might be a little rust to begin with, but I think Trevor Lawrence has all the intangibles to be the MVP. And I think he will do it in his third year in the NFL. Okay. Um, Okay. We are going a bit long. So why don't we go straight to what we've been talking about for four weeks now, five weeks now that you won't stop talking about. You won't shut up about this. Worst to first always happens in the NFL. Which team I have the them first? numbered. I have them numbered here in what who I think is going to do it based on like odds for me, right? So, where's the first? Which division loser wins the division this year? Last place and, to first place. So I think
1: my best bets are actually the Falcons or the Browns in terms of the teams that have the best. Probably likelihood to do it.
0: The Browns. So I agree with you. I think I have Falcons as my number one team to do it. The Browns I have down at seven, only because the Cardinals are going to be worse to worse. But Browns, they're in the, like one of the toughest divisions.
1: They are, but they're also just, it could be such a tight division that they could just squeak through. I don't think they will, but I'm just looking at the other divisions. Okay. You got the NFC East. Do you think the commanders
0: do it? They're number three on my list. I got Falcons, Jets, Commanders. Jets because of the. I just like, I think it's potential too tough for them have.
1: to overtake. I could see the Commanders. The, the overtaking. Commanders.
0: They only were a game back of the Giants, who made the playoffs.
1: Right, but this they got to get first. They can't get. Hey, listen, the I mean,
0: that's all they got to do, and they played. They only played their quarterback. I'm blanking on his name right now. Sam Howell, who's he only played like two games last year. And the coach said, if we had known he was this good, we would have started him all year. And then imagine how many games they would have won.
1: You think Chicago can do it?
0: Uh, I got bears. Number four, Falcons, jets, commanders, bears four,
1: Cardinals. You don't have any faith in
0: Cardinals. Eighth number five, the Texans. Okay. Rookie quarterback. Who knows what to expect? Their defense got better. Um, They'd have to like the Colts aren't great. The Titans are on, are on the downs. They should be rebuilding. It's another team we should have talked about as rebuilding. Um, and then the Jaguars, you've got to think that they'd have a, they'd have to have a very bad year. But if the Jaguars do have a bad year, a sophomore slump, I guess, from their their Peterson's first year as a coach there, then the Texans could sneak in, sneak up.
1: And where do you got the Broncos?
0: They're next, sixth, and then Browns, then Cardinals. Broncos only because who is your second second pick? is the jets
1: the jets is your second pick i don't yet. think
0: they will but i just think that their defense and their playmakers are so good that they they were kind of only missing a quarterback garrett wilson's yep. amazing Brees hall is amazing their defense no, right, oh you're right quinn and williams and sauce Gardner are very very good so like if they could just put it together and the bills take that step back which we talked about they might do this year then they just fight in Miami for that first What about spot. your
1: Broncos uh, coaching connection to the uh, the Jets?
0: Well, he was the offensive coordinator in Green Bay when Aaron Rodgers was there. So now he's the offensive coordinator with the Jets, like it's again it's just back to being Aaron Rodgers offense when he won the Super Bowl. Okay. So it's all kind of there. The pieces are there. Now now to go the opposite way, do you have any division winners from last year? Missing the playoffs this year.
1: Oh division winners missing the playoffs.
0: So I can tell you last year the winners were um Bills, Jags, Bengals, Chiefs, Vikings, Bucks, yeah, Niners, I, 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 The
1: NFC North. That's where I'm going with.
0: Do you think the the Vikings missed the playoffs? I think so. I think there's two right off the top that you can say almost guaranteed. I think the Vikings missed the playoffs. I think the Bucks missed the playoffs. Yeah. Um, and I then I had third. I had Bills because, if again, like if something happens to Josh Allen or they can't put it together and Diggs gets frustrated, the Bills could have a pretty rough season this year. Then I got the Niners because, I don't know, I dive zero faith in Brock Purdy.
1: Which, what's your beef with Brock Purdy just because he was last pick?
0: That's it. Well, he's last pick, and he's only had – seven or eight games where he was unbelievable in those games as a game manager. And he won all of them when he when he was healthy, but a full season is different. Starting with expectation is different. Going into a season is trying to salvage a season, save a season. That's different expectations on you. When you go to sleep at night, people are are thinking about you starting the next game, thinking about you, you better be good this season. The only thing I can
1: say is though, he wasn't salvaging the season. He was maintaining a division lead in an NFC, uh, you know, conference race.
0: But no one, but nobody expected anything out of him. Everyone was like, Oh shit, we're right. But you don't think you
1: feel it. bad to knock to your team out of the playoffs? Like that pressure of like, hey, we're in the playoffs. I don't think the pressure is going deep.
0: The pressure, just like the Lions last year, no one expected anything of you. So winning nine games is just everybody's happy. Whereas no one expected anything out of Brock Purdy last year. So, when he won those seven games, it was like, oh, wow, I can't believe uh, this kid's actually putting it together. What a season. I don't think he lives up to that this year. And another thing, I don't think Geno Smith does either. Geno Smith just earned his first big, big contract off of one season. He threw, so I read somewhere that he threw like the most like passes that should have been intercepted in the league at like 27 or something like that. Now, don't, I have no idea how they choose that. Um, but those mistakes will get caught up when people watch more game film of them.
1: Through the most passes which should have been intercepted,
0: something like what that. Is, yeah, like the most dangerous passes or something like that, or the
1: oh DBs dropped it or something, something
0: or, like that. Yeah, like some things that should have went the other way and just happenstance did not. Yeah. Well,
1: I I have more faith in Brock Purdy than Geno Smith.
0: I don't I think I go with the opposite. I think Geno Smith more faith because he's a veteran. Um the 49ers just have a better team.
1: Yeah, but that that adds to it, right? He's playing for the system he's in.
0: Playing for the system he's in? You're talking about Purdy? Purdy, or, yeah. Well, Gino's also playing for the system he's in.
1: Sure. I don't think either one of them need necessarily needs to just be abysmal, but why? Why did Geno Smith lose his starting job? Other times,
0: I think it started with injury, and then he just wasn't good when he came back. Yeah. But that was so now. Ten, this is the first time he's Ten years himself. ago, that was ten years ago.
1: So why would somebody get better after ten years not playing?
0: That's what I mean. Is I I don't know. <laughs> Fluke. Rich Gannon all over again. Um, okay, let's do, want to do winners. a
1: heartbreaking Super Bowl for me. I really wanted Jerry Rice to win that one.
0: I won the most money gambling that I've ever won on that Super Bowl, betting on the Bucks. Yeah? Yeah, I bet on them before the playoffs started. And it just, Where, boom, how boom, old boom, are you?
1: Boom, 16 years old? 17, 17 years old? Like
0: that. Yeah, it was one of those playoff brackets that uh someone had organized. Oh, yeah. From like my dad or something, I was able to get in on it. You won 50 bucks, didn't you? No, no, it was like $700, $800, oh. something like that. Yeah, it was good. It was a good, I bought like a PlayStation probably from it. Um, do you want to do the division winners this episode or save that for the end of next episode, which is game day?
1: Well, why don't we tell people and me as well, what are we doing for game day?
0: I'm not telling anybody. Not telling anybody. Okay. You just got to tune in. you like, what the hell is going on?
1: I'm still going to try and come by for that Lions game.
0: No, the doors will be locked. The fridge Just don't f- don't put cold. the blinds down. Just the jello, the, the jello won't be jiggling.
1: It's don't <laughs> put the blinds down. I can sit on the patio and watch it with you.
0: Okay, there you don't go. You have a TV on the patio. I'll put the TV. I'll make sure the TV's out there on the patio for you to watch. You can hang out with Bill outside. That works. There you go. Everybody's happy. That's okay. So this is what we're gonna this. do. Here's what we're gonna do next week. We're gonna do that special episode, which I guarantee everyone is gonna to want to listen to, um, and then we'll do our our division predictions. Then, sure, perfect. Thank you, everybody, for listening to Running Down the Clock I'm here with Puya. I'm Tyler. We will, we won't see you, but you'll hear us next week. Hey, if you're a fan of Formula One, then I've got the perfect podcast for you: the Pit Stop Podcast, presented by the Ordinary Podcasting Network. After every single race of the Formula One schedule, Jordan and Tyler will break it down, give you some news, analysis, insight before answering your questions and setting you up for the next race. That's the Pit Stop Podcast, available everywhere you get your podcasts. Running Down the Clock is brought to you by The Ordinary Podcast Network and is every Thursday running until the week after the Super Bowl. We hope you enjoyed enough to subscribe and tune in again next week.